Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You guys are so cute because you still think you matter. I'm not old, but I'm, I'm in my 30s. Is anyone in that age range here? Yeah. Wow, you're pretty happy about it. That's good. Good job. Usually they're like, yeah, here. It's funny because for some reason, the second you turn 30, you start saying you're old. You're like, that's it. I'm old now. I'm old. And then for 10 years, you just keep saying it. You're like, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old. And then you turn 40 and you're like, now I'm old. I could have been young for an extra 10 years, but I wasted it saying I was old. Now I've lost 10 extra years where I could have been young. Then you turn 80, you're like, now I'm really old. I could have been just kind of old. Now I'm really old. Then you die and you're like, I could have been alive for 82 and a half years. Now I'm dead, I can't even have this brilliant thought. So my point is none of us are old because we're still here. Yeah, still doing it. Who's in their 20s, anybody? Yeah, you're, you're happier. That's good. Twenty, 20s I don't relate to. It's like, it's a good time, but I don't relate to it anymore because I'm like, you guys are so cute because you still think you matter. Like the rest of your life is just this really long journey where you find out you matter less and less and less every day and then you die. <laughs> Not to give it away, but that's what you can look forward to. I feel like you spend your 20s sort of waiting 
for your life to start, you know? You guys look so young. Are you, how old are you? 20? Exactly. <laughs> He's just so ready for it to start already, right? And that's how, so how it is. You're like, next year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that big job and my life is going to start. And then another year goes by and you're like, next year I'm going to fall madly in love and my life is going to start. And then another year goes by and you're like, next year I'm going to get two towels and my life is going to start. And then you turn 30 and you're like, it started. This is my life. Like waiting for the bus to come. You're already on the bus. You're like, when's the bus getting here? And they're like, you are on it. You are on the bus. And you're like, why am I riding a bus? <laughs> There's activities I don't want to do as much in my 30s. Like I went to a bar recently with my friend and we lasted like five minutes and we got bored. We're like, you want to go? Yeah, let's, let's go. And as we were walking in our cars, my friend was like, oh my God, Erica, we're getting older. We're not fun anymore. And I was like, no, 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 that's not what's happening. Okay, it's not that we're not fun anymore. It's that we're getting older and we're getting smarter. And we're starting to realize it was never fun. <laughs> we just pretended this whole time. Somebody asked me the other day, is that your real voice? I was like, no, I got a voice lift. <laughs> Very expensive procedure, but worth it to annoy people for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank you. I had an acting teacher once say, if you don't fix your voice, you're never gonna have a career. And so far he's right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Your dreams get more attainable as you get older, right? That's something, it's not like you don't have dreams anymore. They just, they just change a little bit, you know? Like, for instance, when I used to say that when I make it, I used to be like, when I make it, I'm gonna have a beautiful house in Malibu overlooking the ocean. I pictured all glass windows. You know, I would wake up in the morning, look at the ocean, and now I'm like, when I make it, I'm gonna get a headboard <laughs> for my bed. I'm just gonna get one of those giant wooden headboards, like a real grown-up bed. <laughs> Thank you. Just changes, you know? Although the other day, I have to say, the other day I was like, you know what? I think maybe I made it. Because I woke up in the morning and I was like, I don't have any kids to take care of. I also don't have a husband to talk to or a boyfriend to fight with or a dog to walk or a backyard to mow. I don't have a pool to clean or a mortgage to pay or a credit card to use to pay the mortgage. I don't have a real job to go to. I don't have a dishwasher to turn on or a microwave to turn on or a... Brita filter to change. I was like, I am completely free to go back to bed. And I did. And I think that's winning now, you know? I think that's winning. Thank you, guys. Can tell you all have houses. 
Guys are like, yeah, it's a pain. You don't want one. You do not want one. I do do a little bit of acting, um, or as my mom says, I'm trying to be an actress. And I'm always like, no, mom, I'm not, I'm not trying to be an actress. I am an actress, okay? I'm trying to get you to send me money. <laughs> But I had an audition recently uh, to play a Swedish secretary, big part, you know? So there are like a lot of blondes like you ladies in the waiting room. And I overheard this Japanese guy say, they all look the same. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's racist. And he goes, blonde isn't a race. See, this is where the dumb blonde stereotype comes from. <laughs> And I was like, hold on a second. I thought all Japanese guys love blonde girls. And he goes, I'm Filipino. I was like, you're such an idiot. I didn't even ask for your name. That joke has never done better than, than that. That was the best that's ever done. Maybe because there's a lot of blondes here tonight. You guys relate. My mom is proud of me though. She was like, honey, I'm just so relieved you were never involved with Harvey Weinstein. She's like, I know you weren't because I told your father if she had been, she'd be a lot more successful. And she was like, Erica, I just had this revelation. You and grandma are very similar because you're in a male-dominated profession with stand-up comedy and grandma was in a male-dominated profession with aeronautical engineering. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're pretty much the same person, um, except one of us was very good at math and the other owns one towel. Besides <laughs> that, we're both killing it. Just killing it. It was a weird year for men, right? Weird year for men. Not a great year to be a creepy male comic. <laughs> so it wasn't a great year to be a male comic. So it wasn't a great year to be a male. <laughs> what I found the most surprising about the whole movement was how surprised we were by men being gross. Like that's one of the first things I learned as a, as a child. My mom was like, eat your broccoli, men are gross. <laughs> and then suddenly this year we all woke up and every morning it was like, did you hear? Did you hear another man was gross again? And I'm like, I thought we knew that. And then another day goes by and you're like, did you hear another one? Another one was gross. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not shocked. I thought we knew this already. And the men are like, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> I don't think that all men are bad or anything. I just think that maybe they're slow learners. Right, we just need to give them a little time to catch up 
And if they're over like 80, just let them die a creep, you know? <laughs> Give them those last couple years. <clears throat> you don't need to teach an 80-year-old man why it's demeaning to call a woman sweetheart, you know? He's only got a little time left. <laughs> Guys are like, was that political? We don't know, we're confused. <laughs> I've been traveling a lot, which is, it's good to get out of LA. You know, it's nice. <laughs> He's like, I got out and I stayed out. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a weird place, LA. I, I, um, anytime you can get out and just remember what real people are like, that's, that's comforting. And uh, I, don't, I don't always get a lot of time in places, but I do uh, meet a lot of Lyft drivers, you know, because I take a lot of lifts. And you can tell a lot about a place just by the Lyft drivers, you know? So I was in Minnesota recently, and they are so nice there. My Lyft driver was such a sweetheart. She was like, oh my gosh, you're a comic? Oh wow, that's so brave. I could never be a comic. Your mother must be so proud of you. And I was like, thank you. And then I get back to LA, and my driver's like, oh, you're a comic? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also an actress slash producer slash massage therapist slash blogger slash vlogger slash marine biologist. Um, I don't really need this job. I'm just doing it to study people. It's like maybe you should study the art of silence. Then I was in New York. I love New York. Have you guys been to, the, to New York recently? Or? Yeah. It's, it's great because what I love about New York is that people just stare at each other. You know, like there's like a lot of eye contact. You guys are doing great with eye contact right now. And I miss eye contact because in LA, everybody's on their phones or in their cars and nobody like looks at each other, you know? And in New York, there's this beautiful moment on the subway when everybody loses cell phone reception, <laughs> you know? And you just sort of pick a partner sitting across from you and you just stare at that person for like 15 stops until someone gets off the train. And it's, it's just this magical moment. And I went to this little pizza place in the West Village. And the other thing I love about New York is everything's so small, you know? So like, if you touch shoulders with somebody, nobody like pulls away. You're just like, oh, I guess we're cuddling now. You know, it's just, it's just like, you know, you just feel like you're part of something. So I went to this pizza place and I sat down and there were only about four chairs total. And there was only one empty seat and it was right in front of me. And this guy just sat down in the empty seat in front of me and we just ate our pizza in total silence, just staring into each other's eyes for like 15 minutes, just looking at each other, eating our pizza until we finished our pizza. Then we both got up, walked over to the trash can, threw away our paper plates, walked our separate directions without ever saying a word. And I was like, that was the best date I've been on <laughs> in 10 years. It's 
like nobody said anything stupid. It lasted the perfect length of time. And we never have to see each other again. And I was like, that's love, you know? That's the kind of love I want. I did go through a breakup a couple months ago, um, which I thought was good because it meant it was a real relationship, finally. Right, usually I'm like, it's over. And he's like, who's this? I don't know. I don't know this number. I wish we could bring um, breakups back from before the internet, right? It was, it was easier. We could just be like, listen, I'm sorry it didn't work out. Have a nice life. Go away. <laughs> right? Simple. Now it's like, sorry it didn't work out. I will see you online forever. <laughs> or if it was a messy breakup, you could be like, I'm going to block your phone number, and they'd be gone, right? One thing. Now it's like, I'm going to block your phone number, then I'm gonna defriend you on Facebook, unfollow you on Twitter, take you off my Instagram, do whatever it is to get rid of the Snapchat, and get my mom to do the same thing. <laughs> there are so many clues he wasn't the right person for me. I feel like there's usually clues, right, that we ignore for four to five years. Um, <laughs> One clue is we had very little in common, except we both really loved him. <laughs> Sounds crazy. He actually said these words to me once. He was like, I love you more than you love me because I love myself so much. You need to love yourself more so that you can love me more. And I was like, actually, I think we both need to love you less. Because the more I love you, the more I hate myself for loving a guy who loves himself so much. Another clue is, I, I think your romance might be in trouble the second you start taking off your own clothes. If you're not laughing, you're worried. You guys are like, it's been 15 years since anyone did that. This sounds crazy. Because in the beginning of a relationship, it's, it's so exciting. Like you're so attracted to each other, right? Like you, you can't stop touching each other. You're, you're ripping off clothes. You're throwing each other up against walls consensually, hopefully. And then there's this gradual shift that happens, right? You don't see it coming, it happens over time. You find yourself politely taking off your shirt and folding it and putting it on your side of the bed. And then you take off your shirt and fold it and put it on your side of the bed. And then you get under the covers and you turn out the lights and you're like, why are you Googling Brita filters? <laughs> I thought you found one you liked. And he's like, I found a coupon. And you're like, I, I guess I'll sleep at my place. And he's like, 
well, can you leave the garage door opener? And you're like, why? And he's like, well, because the last time we broke up, you had the garage door opener, and I never got it back. <laughs> and you're like, are we breaking up? And he's like, I don't know. Are we? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. Are we? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. Are we? <laughs> And then three years later, you break up. <laughs> and still have his garage door opener. Thank you very much. Thank you. Glad I'm not the only one who had that exact conversation once. We fought a lot, that's another sign. We fought about really dumb stuff like we fought once during the show Catfish. Have you guys seen the show Catfish? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, apparently, I was talking during the important parts of Catfish. And if you've seen Catfish and you think there are important parts in Catfish, you are part of the problem. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's about people who pretend to be different people online. And he's like, don't you think you could learn something from this? And I was like, the only thing I'm learning is that you're not who I thought you were. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, going through it right now, man. Going through it right now. I feel you. I feel you. One of our fights was really, really dumb even dumber than that. Like, he was sort of competitive with me. I think it's so important to find someone who lifts you up, supports you, you know. And one, one time, just out of the blue, he goes, you know, you're not smarter than me. <laughs> and I was like, it's actually smarter than I am. <laughs> and then he said, well, between you and I, I finished college and you didn't. And I was like, it's actually between you and me. And then he said, you and I are done. And I was like, you got that one right. 
You guys were so smart, you saw that coming. You knew exactly what the grammar was. Some people don't know the correct grammar, but this is, you can tell you're in a college town, you know? <laughs> Educated bunch in here. I should have known he wasn't right for me when my mom liked him. That was probably the final straw. <laughs> you know, she's just so desperate at this point, you know, like she, she's so sick of having conversations where we have nothing to talk about, like, you know, because I don't have an, a boyfriend or, as I said, anything uh, except a toaster. And um, so the conversations are all just like, so how's, how's your car doing? Still driving it, you know, still has four wheels. How, how's your apartment? Still live there. Yep. So she just wants something else to talk about, you know, and now I think she's just really like hoping I might be gay. She's like holding out for that because anytime I post a photo with a girl, she's, she emails me and she's like, Dana looks nice. Are you gonna bring Dana home for Christmas? Can't wait to meet her. I'm like, I'm not gay yet. You know, give me, give me one more year. One more year to try this. Another guy I dated, I called her about. I was like, I'm seeing a new guy. Um, he doesn't have a job right now. There is a slight chance he's a drug addict. Small possibility he's also homeless because he's been staying with me for about four days. Doesn't look like he's making much progress and leaving anytime soon. And she just goes, but he likes you? I was like, mom, what happened to know your she always said, know your worth. And she was like, that was when you were younger. You were worth a lot more back then. I hate if I'm going on a date or something and someone goes, Erica, just have fun and be yourself. Because for me, it's one or the other. Like, I can't do both. Like, I'll never be the girl, you know, post this photo on Instagram, like this fancy yoga pose, like on top of a mountain with the sun setting and the caption, living the dream. I'm more the girl who posts a selfie from bed with the caption, can't get up. <laughs> I wanna do non-motivational quotes on Instagram. Which should go something like, just don't. <laughs> or there doesn't have to be another day. <laughs> or you can always live the life you imagined if you have a really bad imagination. <laughs> My friend wanted to get lunch the other day, but she's like, I'm vegan now. I was like, oh, here we go. With that whole thing, I was like, do you want to go to Cafe Gratitude, the vegan restaurant? And she was like, well, I'm also gluten-free, so can we go to the juice bar? And I was like, how about we just never speak again? <laughs> Let's just move on with our lives. And she's like, do you want to go out on a boat sometime? Like she had a friend with a boat. And I was like, you've been on a boat before. 
right? Is that something we have to do twice <laughs> in this lifetime? Because I don't think about the boat anymore. I think about all the steps that lead up to the boat. You know, I'm like, I have to put my bathing suit on. Then I have to figure out who else is gonna be on the boat and can I wear my bathing suit in front of the people on the boat. Then I have to do a research project on the people who are gonna be on the boat to determine if I can wear my bathing suit in front of them. Then I have to get to the boat. I'll probably get lost getting there because I'll take Waze and Waze is gonna be like, try making this left turn, sucker. <laughs> And I'll get on the boat, not really want to be on the boat. Everyone else will probably not really want to be on the boat either, but I'll be Instagram, Snapchat, storing that they're on the boat because I want other people who aren't on the boat to wish that they were on the boat. <laughs> so what I'd rather do, honestly, is just stay home, put my bathing suit on, get in the bathtub, <laughs> put on My Heart Will Go On from Titanic, take a selfie, post it on Instagram, and label it Living the Real Dream. <laughs> Hashtag just don't. I hate the expression, it is what it is. You know, you're having a bad day, like, oh, I got a flat tire, my boyfriend broke up with me, and your friend's like, well, it is what it is. I'm like, no, it isn't. It isn't what it is. It just is. <laughs> right? You shouldn't have to repeat, it is what it is. You should just be able to say, it is. <laughs> Unless maybe you say it is, and someone goes, what? Then you can repeat, it is! <laughs> the same friend got a tattoo recently. She's so proud of it. She's like, Erica, I just got a new tattoo of a hummingbird. Do you know what hummingbirds represent? And I was like, no, but I bet you're gonna tell me. She's like, they represent change. I was like, interesting. You know what doesn't usually represent change? Tattoos. <laughs> Not a big symbol of change. I do feel like getting a tattoo is a little like having kids, because it seems really cool when other people get them. But then you get one and you're like, shoot, I have this forever now? It's not gonna be cute in 10 years. I definitely thought I'd be married by now. I was like, in my 30s, of course I'll be married. I'll have kids, I'll do all the things, right? But now I'm starting to look at the bright side. I feel like if you're in your 30s and you're not married, and you don't have kids, it's a little like breaking even in a casino. <laughs> like you didn't win, but you didn't not win. <laughs> right, you didn't totally mess up your life, but you also don't really have one. <laughs> and my sister has two very cute kids. She has a five-year-old and a three-year-old, and the five-year-old, her name's Annabelle, 
And recently, my sister was like, I just want you to get married. Well, Annabelle would still make a cute flower girl. And I was like, I just want to get married before Annabelle gets married. That's my goal. I went to a dermatologist recently, and uh, he, he was like trying to sell me Botox. He was like, go like this, and I went like this, and he's like, yep, you got those lines. And he's like smiling, I was like, mm. and he's like, yep, you got those lines. I was like, what, what if I just don't make those faces, you know? <laughs> just like stand really still. And then he's like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 30. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no, not right now. And he's like, well, have you thought about freezing your eggs? And I was like, first you want me to freeze my face? Now you want me to freeze my eggs? I was like, the only thing I wish I froze was my self-esteem from before this appointment. <laughs> my parents have been married a long time. They've been married for 41 years. Yeah, 41 years. Has anyone been married that long here? Really? How, 40 years? 42? You, you said almost. You're ca are you counting backwards? <laughs> You're 40? Wow, wh what's the secret to a happy marriage? Any ideas? Stay away from each other. Stay <laughs> I'll second that. I'll second that. My, my, uh, my theory about happy marriages is that I think they last the longest when the men almost never speak. Because they usually say the wrong thing, you know, it's usually not right. And uh, I, feel like, I feel like if they don't speak, we'll just assume they're thinking the right thing, you know? We'll just assume. So my parents have married a long time, and I think it's because, partially because my dad almost never talks. Um, and my mom does all the talking. And part of it is I think my dad just can't leave my mom because he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, he loves her, but where is he going? Realistically, right? Where is he gonna go? Didn't see that coming, I know, I know. You guys are like, do we laugh at that? We're not sure, we don't know. He, yeah, he, he's a, he, he likes jokes about him, so you're fine to laugh, believe me. <laughs> he has MS, you know, it's a neurological disease, and uh, found out they had an MS walk. <laughs> which I thought was quite disrespectful. <laughs> so I went on it, you know, to find out what all the fuss is about. Just thousands of people showing off what they can do. <laughs> just so rude. Okay, my dad doesn't like that joke, but... Oh, he's like, sorry, Dad, but when I have an idea, I run with it. Unlike some people I know, so... You're just gonna have to roll with it. you guys clapping at wheelchair jokes this is 
This is my crowd. This is my crowd. I do think it's important to still laugh at uncomfortable topics, you know, like, I have a friend who has two hook hands. <laughs> and exactly, you can laugh at that. It's not because you hate people with hook hands. You're just like, we didn't think you were gonna say hook hands, right? That's, that wasn't the next word you predicted me to say. And the same thing happened when I first met him. He shook out his hook and I didn't expect to see a hook, so it caught me off guard, you know? And I didn't know what to do in that moment. I, I didn't know whether to address it, not address it, hang my jacket on it. I didn't, I was like, I've never been in this situation before. So I just sort of panicked, you know, decided to pretend everything was normal, you know, just shook the hook, said, nice to meet you and walked away. And then I had a friend who was a comic on the same show and he got the hook. And when he got the hook, he was like, what the hell, man? What the you gotta warn a guy before you just shove your coloring in his face! <laughs> and I was like, that was the right reaction. <laughs> That's how I wish I had reacted. So immediately the guy just looked so at peace, like thank goodness somebody's actually acknowledging the reality in front of him, you know? So we're all so afraid all the time. Because we're all messed up, we all have something, right? Like who's got nothing wrong with them? Exactly. We're all, we're all messed up in some way. I, I, I get depressed sometimes. Um, I actually just went off my antidepressants, which is, thank you. It's good, I'm starting to feel again, you know? <laughs> And I thought I would get like a natural remedy for depression, so I went to the herbalist, you know, the woman in Whole Foods who wears the badge. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, I just went off my antidepressants, and she goes, good for you, good for you. And I was like, thank you. And she's like, do you wanna try some CBD oil? It's supposed to be good for depression. And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't think I need it now. I think all I needed was someone to say, good for you. And now I feel great. So now anytime I feel down, I just go to aisle three, I talk to Susan and get some self-esteem. Then I started to realize that people say the exact same thing when you go on antidepressants is when you go off them. So when you go on them, people are like, good for you for really taking care of your mental health. Good for you. And then you go off them and people are like, Good for you for being so brave to do this on your own. Good for you. So what I realize is people just don't care. <laughs> they don't care what you're doing. I was actually sober for 15 years. Thank you. And then I turned 16, so. I tried, you know, I tried. My friend just got sober and now she thinks everybody's an addict. Like she just keeps seeing addicts everywhere. She's like, do you think maybe your ex was an addict because his behavior was very erratic? And I was like, no, you know, maybe a narcissist, but not an addict. And then she's like, well, do you think maybe you're an addict because you kept going back to the relationship? And I was like, you know, some people are just dumb. <laughs> 
like some people don't need any outside help to make really bad decisions. <laughs> Went on a date recently with a guy who tried to seduce me with Adderall. That was interesting. He's like, you wanna go back to my place to do some Adderall? And I was like, okay, sure, it's good for learning, right? <laughs> So we went back to his place, we did the Adderall, and uh, I think what we learned from this experience is that Adderall is not ecstasy, does not have the same effects. I wasn't at all turned on. Instead, I was just very, very focused <laughs> on finding ecstasy. I was like, now I need it. Sometimes I get so depressed, I just wanna lie in bed all day. You know, you guys ever feel like that? You're just like, I just want to lie in bed all day. But then I'm like, but is it lie in bed? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Or is it lay in bed? <laughs> right? Because like a chicken lays an egg, but sleeping dogs lie. So do chickens lay and dogs lie? And then I'm like, okay, it's definitely time to get up. <laughs> But you're not supposed to end a sentence with a preposition. So then I'm like, I might as well just stay in bed. <laughs> but is it might as well or is it may as well? <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is uh, I'm a really good lay. <laughs> or is that just a really big lie? It is what it is. <laughs> I'll end there. Thanks, you guys are really fun. America Rad. Thanks for coming out. Oh, wow, thanks. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family, and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>